You're listening to the Theater Talk Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Theater Talk. Today, I talk with Cassie Silva. You may know Cassie as she is best known for being in Rock of Ages and Matilda on Broadway, but she was also in the Hairspray movie featuring John Travolta, Zac Efron, Queen Latifah, and so many more amazing people. She was also in the Matilda tour, and you might even know her from the MTV reality show Legally Blonde, The Search for Elle Woods. Today, we talk about her journey, her Broadway debut, Legally Blonde, and so much more. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What? It's Alina? Yes, it's Alina. Hi, Alina. I'm Cassie. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, well, if you're ready, we can just get started. Sure. Cool. Okay. Um... So my first question always is, where are you like sort of quarantining now? Because the world is starting to open up. But where are you in the world? I am in Los Angeles, California. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm in San Jose. Oh, my goodness. We're so close. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hello, neighbor-ish. <laughs> yeah, well, six hours, but, you know. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Ha- did, have you grown up in San Jose? Yeah, I've always been here. Very cool. I love it up there. I have a friend that loves San Jose. She lived there for a really long time. Oh, cool. Um, so for people who might not know you, can you tell the listeners just a bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, hi, I'm Cassie. For those that don't know me, <laughs> um, I am a singer, dancer, actor, and many other titles. I've been in the performing arts and professional industry since I was about six years old um I've done anything from tv shows to voiceovers to being on Broadway um what else I've been performing my whole life I had my first dance class when I was two that's always really fun to share um and right now I am right now I'm the creative director of a performing arts studio in Westlake California and I just try to share all of my knowledge and wisdom and inspiration with performing artists that are looking to be professional or go to musical theater colleges or, <clears throat> excuse me, or just want to make a career in the arts. So it's nice to be able to be of service and give back that way. So I do it, but also I teach it. Yeah, that's really cool. I have some questions about that later. Okay. Um, so you said you got started in performing when you were around six years old. You had your first dance class when you were two. Mm-hmm. What kind of got you to get into those things, and how did you really start out? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a frog in my throat today. <laughs> that's okay. Um, well, I... I've always said that I was born with it. Like I, when I teach, I say in my heart is where art starts. And that's very true for me. I just came out dancing and singing and putting on shows and um, 
So I think my parents were really just looking for a place to put the ball of energy that was me. Um, I was really precocious. I was super friendly. I had a lot of energy. And uh, my older sister was in gymnastics uh, when I was two. This is how I got into dance. And they suggested that she take ballet class. So she did. Mm -hmm. And when I was two, I would dance outside the dance room and I would follow along with the nine-year-olds. And the owner of the studio said, if, to my mom, she said, if you can potty train her by summer, we'll let her take the dance camp. So so that's what happened. I got potty trained and I never looked back. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So you mainly started out dancing? Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of similar for me because I started dancing when I was two. This will be my 10th year of my dance studio this year. Wow. Have you been at the same dance studio all that time? Yeah, I have never changed. Wow. That's how I was. I was at my studio for a really, really long time. What types of dance do you do? Um, I do jazz, tap, uh, hip hop, and I used to do ballet, but I don't as much anymore because it wasn't my thing. Um, it's a lot of people's things. Yeah, um, but I will say tap is my favorite. Really? Oh, me too. <laughs> I love tap. It's its own language, right? It is. Yeah, very cool. I would love to tap with you sometime. That would oh, be so yes, fun. totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Things to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you know, you were into performing and you were just just big ball of energy. When did you realize that theater is what you want to pursue as your career? That's a really great question. You know, I didn't really do shows growing up. Um, I realized that I wanted to be in musical theater on and off, but really there was a pivotal moment for me. I had done this show um, that a lot of people know. I had done the MTV show Legally Blonde, The Search yes. for the Next Year. And uh, I came back from doing that, like having that experience, which wasn't necessarily a positive experience, but the one great thing that, that I did get from that show was that it really, it really lit me up. I really felt like this is really what I want to do. Um, and I had had a few of those moments, but I realized in that moment, like, wow, I really want to do this as a career. I want this to be my profession type thing. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yours was a lot later because like with other people I've talked about, they're like, oh, I was in second grade and I was seeing Wicked for the first time. Yeah, you know, I I was a competitive dancer growing up and I always really loved and performed well in the musical theater category. So it kind of was always there, but I never really put the pieces together um, Mm -hmm. because I was so focused on dancing. And then when I was around 10, I took some voice lessons and I just wasn't really, I don't know, I didn't really realize that that was a career path. I just knew that singing, dancing and acting always made sense for me. So when I learned what musical theater was, that was very exciting because (laughs) it sort of was uh, the answer, right? Yeah. Oh, you can do all of these things at one time? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny because like with my experience with 
uh, learning about musical theater, my mom used to say, like, in mornings, I don't know if this is actually true, but she used to say this probably is, um, I would wake up singing, and then by, like, 8 a.m., like, getting ready for school, I was, like, dancing my way into the bathroom, and then coming out, and I was just, like, this, like, big thing of, like, energy, (laughs) and then, um, I was, was I 10? Yes, I was 10, and I was in New York for a camp, and that's when I realized that this, like, theater is what I wanted to do. Wow. Was there like a specific moment that you had where you were like, whoa, this is it? Yeah, I remember getting off the plane and once we uh, got out of like JF of the airport, um, I like, like, I just like took in New York and I was like, whoa. (laughs) It is such a big city, huh? It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, like there's San Francisco, which I've been to, but it like, Mm -hmm. just gets like, it hits different almost. Totally. You can feel like, for me, New York feels like this big artistic bubble. You can feel that there's such a a life there for musical theater. And even just in like Times Square, it's so alive yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's so unique. It's really special to that city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love New York. I that, that is definitely where I'm going to live when I'm older. <laughs> awesome. Wow, you're so lucky that you know that so early on. Yeah, I mean... I've been told that a lot, and so I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, but then I think over, like, people telling me, I'm like, I guess I am lucky that I know what I want to do right now when I'm really young. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's, it's, um, it's such a grace from God to think, wow, I never have to really, I've never really had to worry about that. I've never really had to think about it, because some people really struggle you know, trying to find their purpose and what they Mm -hmm. want to do. I was just discussing this with my girlfriend yesterday. Like, (laughs) wow. Like she's a performer too. And and we were catching up and and she said, wow, that's, that's so special. We definitely just, we want to be grateful for that and never take that for granted. So you can get on the boat with us because you know, (laughs) early on too. (laughs) Have you done a lot of shows? Um, I've done a couple. I haven't done like a lot, a lot. Like I know who other people have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my first show was Annie and I had stage fright because oh. I was so scared. I was like, I no, don't know. Please. No, I don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up playing Sandy, like as in the dog and Annie, which was really funny. My family always oh, jokes about it now. Um, <laughs> and then last year before quarantine, we didn't get to perform our show, which was Grease. Um, mm-hmm. we, my family and I like to say I came full circle because I ended up, well, I got the role of Sandy in Greece. Yes, you did. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we're hoping we can do it again once everything opens up. Oh, absolutely. That is totally a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Although Sandy seems like a really awesome role. I would totally be down to play Sandy. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, like, because we didn't really have, like, a dressing room at our school or anything, or, like, a backstage. Um, So we were all just outside and, like, 80 degrees and I was in this like entire like fur suit and I was sweating oh I bet oh my gosh how fun yeah wow very cool and then you did Greece yes so cool and was that happening and then you had to close because of the pandemic or it happened before that um we were a week away from tech week when oh no oh I'm yeah. so sorry yeah well I hope that it does come back yeah hopefully um, so my next question is, uh, so you were in the Hairspray movie with Zac Efron, like, hello. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what was that entire experience like for you? That was an amazing experience. Um, 
I was young and I went to Toronto, Canada to shoot all by myself, no parents. I graduated high school early actually so that I would have, well, not on purpose so that I could do the movie, but it actually lined up to where I was going to finish high school um, early. And because I had my high school diploma, I was able to then go to Toronto on my own to do hairspray. Mm -hmm. So in some ways it was like early college for me. And I, I just was so alive there. I just loved every moment of it. All the people were magical. Zac Efron is magical. I just <laughs> learned so much in the process. And we rehearsed for a really long time on a sound stage. So I really got to know everybody there and they just became like a really awesome family. And, um, and that was really special for me because I was so young. And I also was leaving, like I mentioned, I was a competitive dancer. So I had left this whole dance studio family. I'm sure you know, like how close you can get yes. to the people, you know, dancing. Mm -hmm. And so it was really nice to just learn all of these new people. And, um, and I was starstruck a lot of the time because people were on Broadway or in big movies or things like that, or I had seen them in all of their, you know, their stuff like John Travolta or Queen Latifah. Um, so yeah, it was really, it was really something so special. Yeah, it sounds amazing just to be like surrounded by all those people and then also doing the thing that you love at the same time. Totally. It's almost surreal. Like, wow, it's all happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So what was the audition process like for Hairspray? I have a fun audition story for Hairspray. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it'll kind of tangent off from the actual audition, but um, the audition process was really great. Um, I wore too much makeup the first time around, and um, they had said, come back tomorrow and just look totally natural. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, great. Because I had done some like fun 60s makeup, just, yeah. you know, <laughs> have fun. Um, and so it was, we had done a few dances uh, and it was a lot of hard work, but it was really fun. Um, the fun story that I have about that audition process is that um, I was not initially going to audition for the show. I had, so I grew up in Los Angeles, but I mm -hmm. moved to Colorado when I was 16 to study at this amazing studio. And I had come back to LA during the Hairspray auditions. It just so happened I was visiting my family. Mm -hmm. And my agent reached out, they said, there's this audition. And I was like, no, you know, I'm really gonna focus on spending time with my family. I'm not really gonna be going out of my way to go to auditions this time around. Mm -hmm. Well, then a girlfriend from my dance studio in Colorado called me and she said, oh my gosh, um, we had the same agent. She said, mm -hmm. I got this audition for for this musical hairspray and my parents are surprising me. They're flying me out to LA. Can I stay with you? And can you give me a ride to the audition? So I thought, oh, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna not go to the audition now, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm gonna, you know, drive, go with my girlfriend, that'll be such a fun experience, of course. And then of course they kept me and I ended up getting the job, but I like to tell that story because so often we think like, oh, I won't go, I'm not good enough, I don't know, it's not worth it, not this time. But um, but it just happened to be in the cards for me that day. 
<laughs> so I'm lucky that my girlfriend was able to come out to LA and audition because otherwise I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, it was fate. <laughs> it was fate. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you made your Broadway debut in Rock of Ages, right? Yes. Um, so what was it like to make your Broadway debut? Oh my goodness. You're asking about such exciting moments in my life. Uh, it was it was exhilarating, but it was so terrifying um, because, as I'm sure you know from doing live theater, there's a great sense of responsibility um, in performing live, Yeah. right? Because you do it once and you get what you get and you don't get upset, right? Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to do a great, job because I, I respect the art of theater and I respected the show and the choreography. And I just felt so much, um, responsibility and pressure. Um, but the company was so loving and so welcoming that they made it such a fun time. And, um, And it honestly went by so fast. Although I do remember there was a moment and I I had a moment in Matilda, another show that I did Mm -hmm. where I've had like these moments on stage where you're on stage, but you're not necessarily, um, you know, there's actors doing the scene. You're more so in the background. Mm -hmm. And on my Broadway debut, there's this moment in this song, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And everybody's sort of like, well, I am. I'm like laying on the ground. (laughs) I know that sounds strange, but um, I remember like taking a mental snapshot and saying to myself, oh my gosh, I'm on Broadway. This is my Broadway debut. Like, I'll never forget this. This is so cool. I'm laying on a Broadway stage right now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's a little slice of what that was like. Really, really special. Yeah. um, If you were to go like back in time and tell your high school self, you're going to be on Broadway. Do you think your high school self would have believed you? Yes. <laughs> I do. Uh, I was very strong-headed um, as, a, as a high schooler. Very driven. Very disciplined. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that was always the goal. I never really put it in my mind that it wasn't going to happen. I didn't know how it would happen, but I knew that I was willing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I was putting in a lot of hours in dance and voice lessons and, um, and really just loving it. And again, like there's something in my heart that just calls to it or it calls me. Mm -hmm. So it kind of was just paying attention to that. I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that answers my question. So you were originally in the Broadway cast of Matilda and then you transferred to tour, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so what was that transition like and how did being on Broadway with the show help you and uh, help or affect you on tour? Oh my gosh. Okay. Big questions. Um, will you repeat the first one just so that I make sure that I answer correctly? Yeah. Was um, what was that transition like? The transition was um, e- the transition. I think was was easy. Um, it was a totally different company, so it helped that I had the advantage having come from the Broadway show, and I certainly 
wanted to pay homage to that and great respect. Um, but also worked, I worked well on allowing it to be its own thing that was separate and could become its own company, mm-hmm. uh, rather than comparing, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. the tour is a bit different from the Broadway production. Um, so yeah. Cool. Um, and so how did knowing what you knew from doing the show on Broadway help you with tour? That's a great question. I have to think about it. Um, you know, that's a, it's a really great question. I think what it did was it gave me a great level of compassion for everybody. Also, because when I went into the Broadway production, I was in a track named the cook track mm-hmm. um, who cares the big chocolate cake yes. and it was an ensemble track and so and i understudied mrs wormwood mm-hmm. um and going into the tour playing mrs wormwood i really understood what people were putting in to the show i knew how hard it was i knew how difficult um the process was and overcoming a lot of things and also pulling it off eight times a week and what that does on the body. And, you know, um, so it just gave me this great amount of compassion and understanding for everyone, uh, so that I could be of a support or, or also just like a cheerleader in the wings, just being like, that was hard. Thumbs up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, and I, I don't take that for granted. I think that that was something that was really special. I also understood having had worked with multiple Matildas at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I also really appreciated the differences and nuances between all of them. I think I had like 12 or 16. I'm not remembering, but a lot lot of Matildas. And so that also was a really fun transition was just learning different Matildas. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, So you were talking about, you know, like doing it eight times a week and like what it does to the body. How did you stay healthy while on tour? Great question again. These are such fun questions. (laughs) Um, Sleep, lots of hydration, a steamer, had like a, you know, like a, vocal steamer warming up, but also warming down, which was really important. Um, Also speaking from like a healthy place, which just continuing on with warming down, Wormwood was really high pitched and she sat up here. And so I would sound like a chipmunk if I didn't warm myself down. (laughs) It was really important to warm her up so that I could hold that voice and that accent, but then also like, for the safety and care of those around me. It was good that I didn't sound like that all the time. Um, um, also just eating really healthy. Like I stayed away from dairy, um, kept kept things pretty light. Also didn't eat super close to the show because I had a really tight costume and lots of like upside down and lots of um, cardio. So mm-hmm. really just maintaining that type of regimen and discipline. Um, also I am a big meditator. So just like quieting my mind, especially with, you know, on tour, you're reopening the show every couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and there's so much of it that is the same, but there 
you also have to stay on your toes because there are things that are different, you know, yeah. the is different, the wings are different, the, the dressers are different. And so just by calming my mind, it would help, it would help me stay really present and focused so that, you know, then I could be of service in the wings to maybe somebody that didn't know how to do my quick change as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things like that. Yeah, that's great. It's really, it's really important to take care of your body, especially if you're in the arts. Absolutely. Our body is our instrument, right? Yeah. Like whenever I'm playing like video games with my friends and, I'm, and like we finish a game, I'm like, hold on, I need to hydrate. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> you're smart. You're very smart. That gets you a long way. Yeah. It's like this one time we were like in the middle of a game and I was like, my throat was starting to get like dry. And I was like, guys, just pause it. And they're like, we can't pause in the middle of it. And I was like, well, okay, I have to go get water. Aw, you're taking care of yourself. That's so important. Yeah. Um, so, like you said earlier, you were in Legally Blonde, the search for Elle Woods. Uh, mm-hmm. Elle Woods. <laughs> it was a reality show, so, you know, obviously it's edited and, like, the producers and stuff do things. Um, what did you, you kind of said earlier how you learned that, like, that was, like, your big spark. But mm-hmm. what did you also find was your biggest takeaway from it? Oh gosh, what was my biggest takeaway? I think my biggest takeaway was that it's okay to make mistakes. Uh, And that there are some things that are just totally out of your control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also that I really, really wanted to do musical theater professionally. Um, so also kind of continuing with, uh, the MTV show, um, mm-hmm. from what I heard, there were, like, pre-auditions from the show? Sure. Uh-huh. There was a big audition process. Really? Uh, do you mind talking about that just a little bit? Sure. Um, let's see what I remember. I don't talk about it very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I auditioned in LA. I auditioned with, I believe, Natalie and Rhiannon, and, <clears throat> sorry, um, I might be wrong. Oh, shoot. Um, Anyway, they had auditioned us here in Los Angeles and we had a dance call. And then they also did um, like interviews with us. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they would take us into this room and they would sit and they would just kind of like this. They would just ask us. It was like 20 to 50 questions about anything from like our favorite food to maybe just to see like if if we would talk, if we, you know, Mm -hmm. were interesting enough. and then more dance calls, um, more acting calls, a, a lot. There were a few callbacks. Um, lots of time went into it. And then once we actually booked it, um, before we ever went to New York, we had to do like a crazy testing period where we had to go and speak to like a psychiatrist and make sure that we were like mentally stable <laughs> and healthy enough to be in environments. And um, also, like, a a health exam to make sure that, like, our bodies were healthy. It was so strange. Um, And if you remember, like, reality – well, you probably don't remember, honestly. My goodness, it was a long time ago. But at the time, um, uh, reality shows weren't really a thing. We had Big Brother, and they had done, I think, another musical reality show. I believe that it was You're the One That I Want, which was Grease. Yeah, with uh, Laura Osnes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a it was a um, vote off show. So it was a bit different. And MTV had already aired a live version of Legally Blonde the musical. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah, our our type of reality show um, and notice like they haven't done it since in that format um, was just really strange and unique and weird in that respect. Um, Yeah. So that's what that process was like. It was weird (laughs) expensive and weird but fun like we got to meet all of these cool people that then ended up being with us in New York and um especially after talking to somebody for quite some time you know you build rapport and um and it was fun it was a fun game yeah that's really interesting because you had like this really long process and then also on the show it was like you're kind of redoing it again Mm -hmm. yeah kind of Yeah, so you work with a company called Studio Collective. Um, What is Studio Collective? Oh, Studio Collective is my heart. It is a performing arts studio in Westlake, California. We rent our spaces. Um, We do anything from coaching for auditions to master classes with Broadway artists. We do main stage productions. Um, It's kind of a one-stop shop for triple threats because I, I, (laughs) having had such a long career and you know, it sounds like you're very well-rounded. You need a lot of things. Like, for example, you need that microphone that you're speaking on right now, but then also you need a tap floor to tap on. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it was becoming, my house was getting crowded. Right. And Mm -hmm. so. You kind of need, I needed a place where everything existed, where I could just hop from one thing to another, where I could do my makeup and also do a photo shoot, but then get a voiceover audition in. But then at the same time, I needed to shoot a TikTok and then have a, a voice lesson so that I could get another audition taped. And then can, can I also get in a dance video really quick and and I have to teach by seven right Mm -hmm. and so I really wanted a place for people like me people that need a a, it's really a culture I say that it's a culture Mm -hmm. it's a collective but it's a culture it's a it's a group of friends right? It's a group of friends that come in and we're multi-talented. We have a lot of places to go and a lot of people to see, and we help each other through that. So you can kind of just like hop from one room to the next and each one kind of helps with, uh, with whatever talent you're working on. If you're singing, if you're dancing, if you're acting, if it's voiceovers, if it's teaching, if it's coaching, if it's being coached, if it's photography, if it's social media, it's a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all in one. It's like the full package deal right there. The full package deal. Yeah. It's really unique. And, you know, one thing that I really love about the studio is this class that I and a bunch of my friends that are, you know, triple threat. I think we need a new word for it. But, you know, (laughs) people that sing, dance and act at the same time, Broadway folk, musical theater artists. um, There's one class that I really wanted to create for a really long time, which was singing and dancing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I started this class called Musical Theater Song and Dance, where we dance, but then also we add in that element of singing while you're dancing. 
so that we're building that skill because you know, the ultimate goal is to be a professional and to build that bridge to Broadway. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just noticed that not many, like not even not many, nobody, I wasn't finding anywhere outside of being in an actual show that was that, I mean, I didn't, I didn't learn to sing and dance at the same time until I had the opportunity in a production. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was hard. So, (laughs) so I just created that class and that's what I really, that's like my favorite thing there. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never really done something like that before, like ever, except like you said, being in a show, but come to think of it, it's probably something that should be taught. Right? You would think that it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really happy to be offering it. It's really nice. It's good. It really gives, I've seen a lot of people grow and blossom and find confidence and mostly like a a good amount of what we do is also help people get into musical theater colleges, like Mm -hmm. college programs and they're ready. And I think, I think that's a really, it's a great place to be is to feel ready. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's my job. I help people get ready in whatever (laughs) they need. Amazing. Um, so you were also Truman Hensley in The Wayward Guide. Oh my gosh, so many things. Yes. Yeah, I I research. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um so what was that like cuz uh I'm a big Star Kid fan myself, so it was oh kind goodness. of funny because I had seen you in the MTV show and then when you came on Wayward Guide, I was like, "Whoa, wait, I know her." Oh my goodness, how fun. <laughs> um well, I have I took acting class with a bunch of the star kid friends and um, they asked me to be a part of wayward guide. And I, of course said yes immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I love that project so much. I'm the worst in that show. Spoiler alert, the worst. Um, uh, Yeah. Truman Hensley's just awful. Um, She was really fun to play. Um, and am I allowed to say spoilers on this or should I keep it pretty general? Um, I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe okay. just general, just in case. Um, yeah, Truman's a really fun character because she has a really fun arc. You know, she starts off super sweet and then she totally turns in another direction mm-hmm. as, you know, like a few people in the in the show do yeah and so it's really fun to just like to have let her take shape and I got to practice some things that I never had before like I got to do a really fun fight scene I did did two fight scenes with my friend Dylan Saunders Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I love that part (laughs) yeah like just so fun and my dancing abilities got to come into that and um and it just was they're just the greatest. They're just the greatest. It was so much fun to do that show. Yeah, and um, just like talking to you now, like Truman is so different from who you actually are. So <laughs> um, I think that's a big part where like acting comes in as like a key. Absolutely. You make a really good point. You know, as actors, it's our job to be chameleons, but oftentimes we get pinned into just playing one thing. I've played a lot of villains in my in my day. A lot of mean girls, a lot of villains. Um, but, but I'm not one. (laughs) They're just so fun to play. You know, it's like, I don't know if you've heard this before, but they say that comedy is the hardest, um, it's the hardest 
type of acting because it has to do with timing and stuff like that. And I, I always have said that in playing like antagonists, like mean people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I think that it comes from a really deep understanding and compassion for them because, uh, it's like when people play daft or um, sort of like aloof or dumb, mm-hmm. typically those are the smartest people. Yeah. And so I have found that too, like the most wicked pe- like characters are typically like the kindest people, humans. I think that it takes something in that to pull it off. Maybe it's that the audience can like see that you actually are not going to like I don't know, like in Matilda, like maybe people knew that I wasn't going to actually hurt the child. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Something like that. But it's really fun to play something really different. Yeah. um, That's kind of similar, like something that I heard once, because when I was doing The Little Mermaid, I had to be one of these like princesses who had to sing like really badly. And Uh I was in fourth grade. So I was like, oh no, do I actually sound that bad? Um, But then like, (laughs) what I heard is like you like to sing bad you need to be able to like sing good yeah absolutely it's so true that's a really good example yes 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 you know I want to be really honest with you um you know when I had done the Legally Blonde show I was sort of pinned to be this villain yeah and I was really young at the time and when I when the show aired I didn't realize that I was going to be seen as like the way that they edited me. Right. Mm -hmm. And for a really long time, I asked myself really hard questions because it made me believe that show made me believe that I was a mean person and that I was mean spirited and unkind, unprofessional, all of these really negative things about myself. And, and it took, it took a while for me to really understand that, you can just act a part, yeah. right? And so, I don't know that that felt important to say because um, because it really was significant for me. Like, especially having come off of that show and being like, "Wow, I really want to get into musical theater." Well, then, if you can imagine, then I also thought, "Well, gosh, I'm just this mean, untalented human being." Evidently, that's what the show says, so I mm-hmm. must be right, and it took a few tries to realize that in the other shows that I had done, I was like, Oh no, this is just a really fun sort of character that I get to play. And it didn't really matter how people showed me to be on that show. Mm -hmm. Um, And so doing wayward guide or like Matilda and stuff like that was so important because it really proved to me that I was talented and that it didn't matter what people portrayed me as. Um, And again, took a really long time um so yeah haters gonna hate yeah don't let get you down (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I can kind of relate to that not really I mean obviously I was not in a reality show but (laughs) (laughs) I don't recommend it (laughs) yeah um I had anxiety well I do have anxiety so like growing up I was always like really insecure and then Mm -hmm. I remember hearing from one person um they're like kind of like trash talking me almost they were like oh my god Alina sucks like she's horrible and so then I started to believe that and then I really did start acting like that because like well I mean they think I'm like this so I might as well be like this wow and then it kind of took like I think I think I was like third grade when it happened and then like by fifth grade I was like I am 
over them. I, this, <laughs> and so I kind of just started being myself more. I think that's how I found musical theater. Yeah, you overcame. Yeah. And you got art out of it. See, we, you totally relate because you got musical theater out of it. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. Like one of the reasons why I love musical theater so much is like, it's just a community and like, no one's going to like be rude to you. It's like, you guys all just want to, not, not like do good, but like just bring the show together. Absolutely. It's a group sport, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I always thought, gosh, there's a lot of legally blonde talk, but you know, <laughs> Many people know that, like, well, now they do because we've done a lot of, like, you know, interviews and stuff like that. But um, it, the theater community is so tight because we're telling stories together and you have to do it while you're on stage. You have to be present with each other in the moment. You have to trust that if you kick your leg that your partner's going to grab it, yeah. right? Or that if you spin this way, your partner's going to hold your skirt and you're going to fly into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you build this, it's so special. It's so unique, the, the, the theater bond. And, um, and I think that's why the Legally Blonde reality show struggled because I think they realized that they weren't dealing with TV film people. They were dealing, which is not to say anything about TV film people, but mm -hmm. just speaking to theater, that it was, it would, there was a theater bond there. And so there really was no drama because everybody was so engaged in the theater bond. <laughs> Yeah, like so they had to create something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's one thing that I realized when I was watching it. I was like, this seems really like artificial because they're kind of doing the opposite of what theater is. Like they're putting everyone right. against each other, right? Which is so not how it was. Um, but yeah, the theater community. You're so right. That's one of my favorite things about theater. It's like those people become your family. Like you speak the language of musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I also say, cause like I play a lot of funny people mm -hmm. um, and, and theater allows me to be weird. Yeah. Like I'm weird, <laughs> but I'm only weird around my theater people. Right. And exactly. like, they get it. it's normal to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, then I can also appreciate their weird. Like, yeah. yeah, you're, it's beautiful. You're awesome. <laughs> it's like our own language, right? It's our own world. Yeah. Like that's, I, I was asked this like one time, like on a question thing, I was like, are you shy or outgoing? And I was like, well, I'm shy at like school, but like if I'm in my theater, like my local theater company, I am like the most outgoing wild person there. <laughs> I love that. You really come to life there. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so happy that you have that. It's really important, especially at your age. Yes. You're so happy that you have it this early. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so coming to my last question, um, oh. what advice would you give to aspiring performers? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always try to get creative with this one, but it kind of just comes down to the same thing every time, which is um, if the if the only thing that you say is thank you, that will be enough. Gratitude, 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 gratitude. Say thank you, send thank yous, come from a place that leads from a grateful heart. Um, I say like a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Mm -hmm. um, be prepared, be prepared um, and grateful. And listen to your heart because I think if it's, if you, think that theater is for you or whatever you're, you know, thinking of, um, it's there for a reason. 
and that should be explored. It's really, I keep using the word so special. Special is the theme word today. <laughs> um, but yes, it's a, it's a really unique thing. So, um, so yeah, I always say gratitude. I think that I've built a career on gratitude mm -hmm. because my, um, the family that I come from is not musical. They're just good, kind people. My mom was a hairdresser. My dad was a contractor. They knew nothing about singing, dancing, or acting, or Broadway. They had no clue. My mom was a fan of Barbara Streisand. I think that's as far as we got. <laughs> uh, and so it took a lot of, it took a lot of, it just took a lot. I've had to work really hard to get where I am today. And a lot of that has to do with just being appreciative. Um, also, oh, this is what it was. Ask questions, stay curious. So I asked a lot of questions and then I was grateful. And I just followed that pattern. I'd be like, how do you get an agent? Thank you so much. How do I get auditions for this? I'm so grateful for that. How, if I want to be on Broadway, what do I do? And I literally asked, I asked an agent that when I came back from Legally Blonde, I said, I really want to do this. What do I need to do? And she said, you're going to need to do a thing called singing. And I said, what is that? And okay. <laughs> and then I said, where do I go do this thing called singing? And she gave me a name and I went there and I said, can you teach me to sing? And it's just those types of things. And then I said, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for that. I really appreciate it. And somehow or other, I keep working. So I think it works. <laughs> works if you work it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, being grateful is an amazing thing. Like my mom, she always tells me, start the day with a grateful heart. And that's how you're going to get through it. Mm hmm. It's so true. It just keeps the perspective, right? We're so lucky to be able to have gifts like our body is our instrument. So mm -hmm. be able to use it in the ways that we get to is um, it's such a gift. Yeah. Um, well, that was all my questions. Um, Amazing. You, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much. Hopefully someday I'll get to see you in something that would be Absolutely. fabulous. Yes, and we're going to tap dance together. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You are so wonderful. Thank and so you. ahead of your, your time and your game. Good for you. Thank you. It's thank been so lovely to speak with you. Yes, thank you so much. All right, I will talk to you soon. Yes. See you later. Bye. Thank you again. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Theater Talk. Cassie was so, so much fun to talk to. She is so incredibly sweet, and I had the best time chatting with her. If you want to follow her and her journey on Instagram, it is at Cassie M. Silva. So go ahead and follow her. Check her out. Check out Studio Collective, and I cannot wait to talk to theater with all you guys again soon.